This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by reruns. Reruns. We're about to understand why they happen. This very special repeat episode of Half a Star originally aired in October of 2020. And Ben and I, we loved it so much, we wanted to share it again. It features one filmmaker, Adam Perry, who has a fantastic new film coming out, A Small Fortune. It's being, its world premiere is September 18th. So folks, if you're in the Halifax region, be sure to go check it out. Now, speaking of Halifax, the reason that Ben and I were unable to record and present a brand new episode is because me, Justin Shaw, I have a show happening in Halifax right now. I'm currently on tour and things are a little bit busy for Benton and myself. Benton hard at work in Prince Edward Island working in in theater, making art happen, and me trying my best in Halifax to make some comedy happen, some comedy of my very own, but we don't want to leave our listeners high and dry, so we dug through the archives and we found a favorite half a star episode of ours that we think should be in the spotlight one more time, and what better chance, what better reason than to share the episode especially since Adam's film is coming out. We don't do a whole lot of talking about the film on this episode, folks, but you're going to want to check it out. It's called A Small Fortune. It's a Canadian crime thriller set in the salty world of Irish moss harvesting on PEI. And Adam's, ep- Adam's episode of Half a Star here, it's, a, it's salty for other reasons. On a Half a Star, bad ideas make great stories. He's Justin. He's Benton. Take it away, Robert. I don't listen because it's a podcast. But if you feel that you must hear they are, then Ben and Justin together they are half of a star. So, um, Adam, we uh, ask our guests to come on and tell a half a star uh, idea story that they have. And I understand you have quite a doozy for us. So uh, take it away. Well, it, in, the time, in the time it took for you to like set up a new Zoom recording here, it, uh, <laughs> I kind of regret saying that. I, I don't know if I want to say that story. But anyway, oh, okay. We can change. I it. am. I am. Okay. I am. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> anyway. I'll probably regret it later, but... I'm so nervous. <laughs> I know. I'm ready. Um, it's funny, though. And for the sake of, of everyone needing a good laugh right now, I'm going to tell it. Great. Um, so, yeah, as I tell it, though, imagine this as a, as a short documentary. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Like, all An told, animated like, documentary. Yeah, but all told, like, with, like, I was thinking, like, almost, like, South Park-style collage artwork. Um <laughs> And like top down, like bird's eye view, like blueprints of like the geography of where this happens. Uh, but anyway, this is the story of the first time I bought a porn mag. <laughs> Amazing. I'm on board already. Yep. Hit us. No, I'm going to hit you guys. You have no <laughs> idea what's coming. I've told some close friends this story and they find it very, very funny. I've told it a few times and 
I can tell it well because it, it's a true story. It actually happened to me, and every detail is honestly kind of true. Like seared into your brain. Just to be clear, I'm yes, also seared. okay. I'm okay with a third Zoom link if we have to. These are <laughs> okay. there's a 40, 45 minute cap on these, yeah. but take all the Let's, time you look, need. This sir. is the this is the you know this is the theme of your show, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah. This, this content here is all the movie stuff. Blah. Yep. Let's let's let's. This is what this. our five listeners are here for. So lay it on us. I'm not Adam Perry, the filmmaker, right now. I'm <laughs> Adam Perry, the adult with a horrible memory from his <laughs> teenage years. Okay. And I'm gonna. Then I'm finally going to lay down and Amazing. have it recorded. Yes. Okay? Good. Maybe this audio track will be the documentary we'd Maybe be honored we'll take that audio and we'll put it in the documentary do it right? absolutely so here we go in grade eight um however old you are in grade eight let's see like 14 13 14 yeah 13 14 um i i can't even remember what year that would have been but i do know that the internet was new and uh, you could look up um, dirty pictures online, but it would take a while for one picture to download. And it would be in chunks, right? Like It would come down slow. Yeah. And well and, worth the wait. <laughs> and it's not, it's not something that I did regularly, but it's something everyone who was a new and a teenager on the internet at that time did at least once. Sure. Everybody typed in boobs into whatever search engine and whatever came up was like whoa ask jeeves alta vista yeah like look at look at this Uh, jeeves i have a question yes (laughs) boobs (laughs) i remember i remember going so i remember so this story has to do with with um so i'll tell you the end of the story and how we get there but it ends with my mom finding the porn mag that i bought perfect okay so that's where we're going okay But the journey on how we get there is such a good little documentary. It would have an audience just in stitches. Okay. In grade eight, as you can see, we're going to need more than eight minutes. This is the detail I'm going into. Okay. In grade eight, it's, it's an awkward time for any uh, young man. Just awkward. All kinds of things happening with your body, with other people's bodies. Yeah, I was going to say that my upper lip looks a lot like Justin's does when I was in grade eight. So, yeah. <laughs> ben is going to have a full mustache by the end of the story, I think. He shaved this morning. Uh, for those right. listeners out there, Justin is trying to grow a mustache, and right now it just looks like he hasn't washed his face in a few days. For those listening, I am the editor of this podcast, and I decide <laughs> what remains in the final cut. Anyway, sorry, Adam. Continue. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to put pressure on me to speed it up look at that listen man you can't rush art okay <laughs> but you can you can delay the start <laughs> not all day man okay so in grade 8 there was a kid in my class who brought a uh, hustler magazine to school okay and he was showing kids in his locker like check this out you want to see, you want to see something, check this out. And I was one of those kids that he called over and was like, Hey man, check this out. And I was just like, okay. Uh, I've seen this before. My uncle used to have some pinups in his barn. 
and uh that was like my first time seeing a vagina like where i could spend some time and like look at it and uh <laughs> it's kind of weird it's funny it's funny because it's true right and yeah, yeah. yeah it's true uh you got to remember that because we're going to go to some weird places okay, guys? <laughs> and it's true but just be ready i mean this is the this is this is good content you're gonna want this so when he showed me in his locker i was like that's crazy holy fuck you're gonna get in so much trouble he's like no man no man eight bucks eight bucks and it's yours and i was just like what nah i can't do that this is t where i tell you why i can't do that chapter two <laughs> so that's where the documentary stops and then we're gonna go and you're gonna re meet who lives in my house at this time so okay. i live with my mom and my dad and I have a twin brother, his name's Jacob, and I have another brother, Daniel, who's just a year younger than us, okay? okay? So me and my brother would be 14, he'd be 13. Three young <laughs> teenage boys all living together, okay? Yep. Uh, it was as much fun as you could imagine. Always getting into trouble, always yep. doing crazy shit. Uh, but also like, uh, you know, we loved each other, we supported each other, but we also like beat the shit out of each other and blackmailed each other and we were pretty horrible to each other at times too, okay? Um, but this is where they kept coming to the story because I knew if I ever took a porn mag home, then it would be chaotic uh, <laughs> knowing that they would eventually get a hold of it. Right. It. But then I went home and the next day, and I thought about it all night, like, I can just go to this guy with eight bucks and he's going to give me that magazine. And then I can, like, you know, I was so curious, man. Because he, he, like, it, it was so risky going on the internet and looking right. at stuff. But if you could have something where you didn't need to use the family computer, you, know, you could, <laughs> like, look at it in your own room, right? So I was like, that's all it took me, that's all it took for me to be convinced, to convince myself that, I could just bring eight dollars to school tomorrow and come home with a porn mag. So that's what I did. Okay, I went to school. I talked to the guy. I felt like I was buying drugs. He's like, "Hey, man, here's eight bucks." He's like, "You want it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, give it to me, give it to me." And he slipped it in my backpack for me. God love him. What a good porn dealer. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I'm I get on the bus to go home with it, and I feel like I've got a ticking time bomb in my backpack <laughs> right so this is where you, in the documentary you zoom in on the backpack and it's like porn meds with tnt <laughs> anyway so i have so i have this hustler magazine okay it's a hustler and it's important that we identify the the name of the magazine because hustler is different from other things mm. out there okay it's hardcore and that was the allure was because I knew that uh, the pictures I'm seeing are just models posing, but Hustler actually was a bit, a step above that. Right. right. And that's why I felt like I had a ticking time bomb. Dangerous goods here. Dangerous goods. Heart was racing the whole way home. <laughs> and it was clammy. It was shaking. I was just like, like I felt like there was a bomb strapped to my back. Okay. So I get it home and nobody's any, any wiser. And 
I remember taking it in my backpack in the bathroom. Like I took my backpack to the bathroom because it was the only room that had a lock on the door. <laughs> and, uh, and so I went to the bathroom, I, I locked the door and I like pulled it out and I started looking at it. And as I was seeing things I had never seen before, okay. I'm like, my, all my innocence is being lost here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm seeing stuff that I've never seen before. And I'm just amazed, like, somebody's out there producing this. Someone's right. making this content. And it's, like, in North America. Like, like, I was, like, I always just figured it was, like, offshore somewhere. Right. <laughs> it just magically appears on, on TV. Some right? Shangri-La in the middle of yeah. the Pacific Ocean or something, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, these women were, like, I don't know, wrapped in American flags. <laughs> you know, just, weird stuff right yeah but anyway it was a hardcore porn porn bag and it was in my possession and i knew that uh it was a ticking time bomb but i also knew that my brothers were in a position should i enlighten them with the treasure i had in my closet that uh they could um be persuaded to keep it a secret. Oh, if, if yes. They would understand the value that this magazine holds for three young men. <laughs> right. <laughs> that we could, we if we could keep it a secret, maybe it could, uh, you know, it's like it's like finding a bag of money in a small fortune. There you go. Hey, all right. Do you, the, do you tell someone? It's the inspiration behind. The yeah, story. this is the yeah. source material, right? Oh my God, <laughs> it is. It totally is. <laughs> The question is, if you found a porn bag, <laughs> would you tell anyone? <laughs> if nobody was around, would you take it home and would you tell anyone? <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so I told my brothers. I was like, oh. guys, look at this. Chapter, chapter three, okay, brotherhood. And at first they're like, whoa, no way, no way. Um, but another story is for another time is one time someone gave us a VHS tape with porn on it that they had taped it up something. And that tape was traveling around from family to family on the school bus. Like, it's your turn, Kevin. Okay, man, I'll take it. <laughs> what a filthy piece of plastic that was. <laughs> anyway. So the, uh, anyway, so the, um, my brothers, it didn't go well at all, of course. And they would, um, they would blackmail me. They started blackmailing uh -oh. me. And so anytime I didn't do something for them or something didn't go their way, they would both say, oh, mom. <laughs> As if they were going to like rat me out. Those and they narcs. Because the, they could rat, rat, they ratted me out for worse. Right. Um, so this was not, not beneath them to, to be rats here. So I couldn't trust them. And so for about a month, I, I bent the knee, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll do what you say. Just, uh, I, you know, I would be heartbroken if mom ever found out about this. So please right. keep it, keep it a secret. And, uh, I will do, I will do what you say. And remember, that's where it ends. The story ends with mom finding the porn. Right. Of course. Yes. That's where we're going. <laughs> so this is the part where this is the last thing I want to have happen. <laughs> And <laughs> it's a good story, man. Glad you asked. <laughs> I, 
I just I'm really glad we asked too. just before we continue, I just want you to know how much I appreciate the chapter titles. Those are uh, yeah. currently my favorite. I'm, I'm watching okay. the movie right now, like you say. Good. It's like I'm watching it. Chapter I'm three, finally, Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to speak. I'm trying to speak with a visual language. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It's very easy. It's, I hope you can picture it and visualize what it. What I am. Like. Absolutely. Um, yep. Something about the VHS so. image really resonated. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope you're picturing this with like, on like a CRT television. Yeah. Is, yep. Okay. So the okay, because this would be like mid nineties, okay, um, and also the other thing that I was worried about was um, my reputation uh, in the neighborhood. If that got out, I was like, oh no, I because we were like the Perry Boys were like the Golden Boys. Oh, okay, we could do no wrong. Everyone loved the Perry Boys. We cut people's lawns. We did everything. You know, we really helped them, and. Uh, delivered mail like it was it was we were good we were good kids and we also um you know had a lot of honor with being respected we respected others people respected us i didn't want to lose that respect with this ticking time on my head the smut so, peddler parries yes yeah. <laughs> i don't want no dirty boys cutting my grass well, here's what i did here's the shift in in the story where i was like all right this has gone on too far. I'm, I'm pulling the plug on this. There's only one logical <laughs> solution to this. And this is, this is the bad idea. Okay, guys? The bad idea of, what's this show called? Half a Star? You got it. Okay. Uh, so my bad idea was deciding to take the magazine to the woods across the street and bury it. <laughs> okay that was my master plan to put all of this behind me to take away all the blackmail to was to 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 destroy the evidence okay so should they call me on it i would say fucking prove it brothers (laughs) show me the magazine and they wouldn't be able to do it and at the very least i would be in trouble and you know my parents would be disappointed probably uh (laughs) Uh, so I took it and I was like, I'm going to bury this. I'm going to get rid of the evidence, but I also want to protect it. Should I ever need to dig it up? (laughs) So I wrapped it in plastic wrap. I wrapped it in tin foil and I wrapped it in tin foil again. And I was like, okay, now my porn mag is weatherproof. And I took it out to the woods across the street. I dug a hole. I put the magazine in it. I put the soil back on top and then I found two big logs and I made a big X on it. So if <laughs> I ever need to do that, this spot, X marks the spot and I am going to forever um, be able to, co- to come to the woods and dig up this porn. I'll always know where it is. These, these, these weren't sticks. They were like big logs, okay? I go home and I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I think everything's fine. Now, uh, it's, you know how we made that connection to a small fortune? Um, here's another one. A dead body washes up on shore in the film. Okay. And, and uh, it gets buried. Okay. Right. And, uh, and I don't, I don't want to spoil anything because it's a, it's a wonderful moment in the movie. 
But in reality, it was me burying porn in the woods across the street. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's the connection there. Sure. So when I did that and I came home, I felt like a million bucks. I felt like a dude man. I felt like you know, born again Christian, you know, I was just like, all right, so what, what are we doing today? Yeah. Some kids somewhere? What are we going to do? You know? uh, and so I was free. And that night, that night, I was playing video games with my brothers and I felt like a million bucks. I felt like nobody could do anything to me. I was just high on life. And then I heard the most awful blood curdling scream slash cry. It was like the most horrible sound I have ever heard in my life. And I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. The sound of your mother your Christian mother finding a hustler magazine. How? <laughs> How? And so when, like, this is a sound I've never heard in my life before and I haven't heard since. But when I heard it, I knew immediately uh, what it was. Oh God. Immediately. First thing that came to my mind, I'm fucked. This is it. I'm destroyed. <laughs> And then I hear my brother Daniel's name be called. And I'm like, huh? But we all run upstairs, me and my brothers, we all run upstairs. And, and also a, an important detail that I, that I actually missed was that my younger brother Daniel and I shared a bedroom, okay? Um, so his bed was on one side of the room, my bed was on the other side of the room. And when I walked into my bedroom, I saw my mother sitting on my, on my brother's bed, holding the Hustler magazine and, and bawling. And she was really upset. And it was a horrible moment in my life. So bad. So bad. Uh, because I, I knew it was my fault. And but now, chapter, what chapter are we on? Four. Five. Five. Four. We didn't have a title for chapter four, but I'm assuming chapter four is just called the burial or something dramatic. <laughs> okay. So, so the, so chapter five, we will call, how did the, it's a big title, big chapter title is how did the porn mag get from the burial spot in the woods to my brother's bed? Where's, what's the missing link there? And that's chapter five. Okay. You guys want to go there with me? Sure, let's yeah, go. I I'm so deep into this story now. I know. How long are the other podcasts? They're probably not even close to this length, eh? No, oh, this it's is... it, this is brilliant. We're all in I've for this. Got, I've so I've got um all the time in the world tonight. So Yeah, hey, look. I'm not gonna so hold you up, like the story's all there's only there's only six chapters, okay? So we're almost <laughs> at the end, okay? Okay. But here we go. You're doing a great Chapter job. Chapter five. How did the how did the point how did the porn bag get from the woods to my brother's bed and into my brother's and into my mother's hands? Okay. <laughs> um, and so let's go back. Remember that documentary we were talking about? If we go back in, in time a little bit, when I was burying that magazine and putting the X on it, 
Okay, so you can see me doing that, right? Yeah. You guys in you guys in my brain, me? there's like a car headlights illuminating good, the good. scene. Whatever yeah. you see, yeah. that's that's what. It, okay, there was no yeah, car great. and there's no headlights, but whatever but, you see, good, yeah. good. Cool. Paint that picture. Great. Um, I'm in there burying this magazine. Okay, I'm working. Picture me like sweating. Yep. Uh, it wasn't that big of a hole in the ground. Um, For a magazine. It wasn't, so so now the camera's there on me right yeah i think of it like pulling back okay we're going through some trees and then we see someone's shoulder and it's someone watching. oh no it's my it's my little brother he had followed me out with his friend they saw me leave the house with the magazine and a shovel and they went and spied on me and saw me bury the magazine they dug no. it up immediately right? daniel immediately. why i know and and then he, okay, so, so look, my brother Daniel, I love him, but he really fucked up here. <laughs> he took the magazine back into the house. Not only that, but he put it under his bed sheets. Like, didn't even try to hide it. Got like, to the mattress. You got to the mattress. I had mine. Uh, I a mattress is too risky. Like, yeah. Okay. I was I was like you know Fort Knox with, with that. <laughs> yeah, kids kids turn into Bruce Wayne in terms of level of detective work when it comes to hiding their stash. So you gotta. Yeah. I I'm empathizing with this to a great deal. So he comes in and whatever he does, he puts the magazine under the bed sheets, and. Then he leaves and goes plays video games. Mom comes in, starts to make up the beds, <sighs> finds the magazine, game over. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Then I hear this horrible sound and we rush up. Okay. And then, um, and then, it's this is kind of emotional. It's the first time I've said this. Like, this is chapter six, guys. All right. This is the emotional ending to the story. All right. My mother, God love her. I love this woman. She said something so profound that it put me on a different path in life. Okay. And I want to share this with you guys. Please. Because you're recording it and I think other people should hear this too. Love it. But it's also a very <laughs> moment for me, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, but she, she said something. So she's there. She's got the magazine on her lap. And she's like bawling her eyes out. And me and my brothers are standing there. And we're just, my jaw's on the floor. I know I'm going to puke like any second. I'm just sick in my stomach. It's like a worst nightmare for me, okay? And she says that. she understands that we are teenagers and we are turning into men and that we need information beyond the education that is being given to us and therefore we're curious and we want answers and everybody wants to know what sex is everybody wants to know what other their other genders body parts look like you know, that's just natural human curiosity. And here she is telling me this while bawling. And then she holds up the magazine and 
it's like a cock and an ass, right? <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, so like, oh, I can't believe the poison that I've brought into my parents' house, right? And she says, this is smut. This is hardcore pornography. And I'm like, I understand. She's like, no, I understand that <laughs> the female figure is a beautiful form and men can appreciate it. But this is not that. She's like, if this was Playboy, I'd probably hand it back to you and tell you to get rid of it. Uh, but this is this is trash. This is garbage, and this does not respect women. And I was just like, oh, oh my god! And it was a respect thing. And I was like, I never. That was one thing that never even occurred to me. It was like, huh. you know, that maybe these women in these photos um, aren't given the respect they deserve. And what is the porn industry and like what is all this like stuff i don't know all i know is what i'm looking at and i kind of <laughs> like what i see what? But, uh i'm you know you know what i'm saying like it was a deep yeah. learning moment yeah. but it was also like yeah, yeah. i was just gonna say um, what a lesson to learn at that age from your mother instead of just like she took that moment instead of just being like burn it or throw it out like porn is porn but actually took a yeah. second to unpack like the yeah to the like here's a life lesson for you boys yeah uh but anyway she got up and she didn't talk to us for the rest of the day and i was heartbroken and it was a horrible thing but i would not i would not okay this is where the end credits roll okay yep. i would not leave you guys without a little twist at the end of the story <laughs> the post-credit so teaser fun. it's so fucking funny it takes that heartfelt moment and it's okay. This is like, I don't want to call it chapter seven or whatever we're on because it's not a full chapter. It's just it's like the epilogue. A little, it's a little, you know? Right <laughs> a little chef's end. kiss, yep. A month goes by, okay? One month later. And it's all, it's all forgotten, except for me. I'll remember it forever. But, you know, <laughs> it's not spoken about anymore. Life's back to normal. Um, I've got a stronger relationship with everyone and uh, I'm, you know, I'm embarrassed for it for about 20 years after. Um, <laughs> but then one month later, after the incident happened, I get in trouble for something else. All right. Life's back to normal. I'm just getting in trouble for doing stupid teenager stuff, lighting fires, whatever. Um, and part of my punishment was uh, to clean the whole house. And it was like, I was grounded, but that was my way to get out of being grounded or something like that, was to clean the whole house. And for those of you that aren't seeing what I'm seeing, Benton's got his hand over his mouth. Like he knows I what really I'm really hope say. that I'm a little bit ahead of you right now. You are, and I, okay. I expect you to be, I expect <laughs> you to be. So here I am cleaning the whole house. And and part of the deal was like it's not can't be a quick clean it can't be a like just a, a vacuum vacuum and you're done you gotta like wipe everything down and it was like a deep clean of the house i was just like fuck fine i can do that in like an, an afternoon and then i'm good for the you know tomorrow right and uh and so i did and you know i'm curious to know where where you think i'm going with it but i, I mean, would rather you prove me right or wrong before i yeah, say what i was thinking i have an idea where it's yeah. going but uh 
right. Well, I hope you do. It's not. It's not. It's not a big mystery. Yeah. Um, but maybe it is. And uh, but I will tell you how it ends. Yeah. Uh, I move my dad's dresser to vacuum behind it. And what do I see? Not the magazine. No, 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 no. But a couple pages of like the little numbers that you call torn out and like sticking out the back. <laughs> As if he was like, oh, I'm going to go get rid of this. Fuck these other things. Like, like tears a page out of it. There's pages torn out of it and like placed hidden behind his, his dresser. Holy fuck. Boom goes the dynamite. There we are. And I took them and I destroyed them. That's the end of the story. <laughs> now that's only, the, that's one, that's one of my many funny porn stories. <laughs> but I'll save that for another day. Amazing. <laughs> Adam Perry, thank you so much for that. That was incredible. Now, folks, that was Adam Perry sharing his half a star story that was too spooky for proper podcasting and he also requested that we do not tag him when we share it online because he's worried his mom will hear it so we want to thank adam very much for telling us this story uh obviously it deeply affected both justin and i to the point of us giving it its own special halloween treatment we also want to kind of pump up adam's work while, uh, while we're um, talking about the story that he's telling. So keep an eye out next year sometime is what we're hearing right now for his short film, A Small Fortune. And he's also been involved with uh, another, a, a short film called The Blessing from the Sea, as well as Wharf Rats just passing through and Pogi Beach as well. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out Adam's work and keep watching the stars. Half a stars. He's Ben. He's Justin. Take it away, Rob. Wait, that's the <laughs> that's what we do at the beginning. Uh, what do we do? How, it's been a while. How do we end this? Yeah, it has been a while. You say he's Ben. No, I say he's Justin. He's Ben. Yeah, right. Yeah. There we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we should keep this in. We're keeping this in. <laughs> Okay. We wrapped up season one, folks, like a while ago. We've been just trickling this stuff out for many months. So this is the first time we've recorded a bumper in a little while. So. And the really scary thing about it is, is that Justin and I don't talk if we're not recording an episode. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Take two, as far as the audience is concerned. <laughs> okay. We're actually doing this. Uh... How do we do it? Okay, it's you, then me, then you. Right. You it's go. been a while. It you go. Okay, <laughs> why don't I try starting, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. He's Justin. I was you, were drink, you were drinking water. I... <laughs> this is great content. If anyone's, like, honestly, this episode was so nutty, I... I'm fairly certain people just gave up on it, so it's yeah, totally it's fine. fine. Okay, all right, you go. No water. Go. He's Justin. He's Ben. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Don't go to the park. Black lives matter. Pretty good.
Thanks.